Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Ways to Live podcast. This is Vanessa, and thank you so much for being here. Um, if you're new this week, this is a podcast where I like to basically entertain moms or anyone who just needs a little bit of company and likes to listen to business stories or just funny stories. Me and my husband do some funny uh, stories that you guys submit to us. We have worst date, worst kiss, things like that. And then also we live in Utah and I'm kind of obsessed with just cool people that live here and because there are so many. And uh, I recently did the Fulmers also too. They live in Idaho and um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of what I do. And today I'm highlighting another cool entrepreneur in the area. I have Jade with me of Comfort Cove, and I'm so excited if you guys haven't heard of her yet to introduce her to you guys, um, but also just have her tell her story. She has a comfy clothing. I It's also kind of like almost workout, would you say a little bit? Yeah, of, yeah workout um, business online. You ha- absolutely have to check out. People hype up all these like Amazon um, workout clothes, tank tops, whatever. You haven't seen good ones until you've seen Comfort Coves. Seriously, they're so amazing. So um, Jade, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so excited and nervous to be yeah. here. This is your first episode, or first podcast, Yeah. right? Yep. I love getting like new people on the podcast. It's like my favorite thing. It's a, uh, does it feel like, how do you feel, I guess? I don't know. I'm like a mix of nervous and chill. Yeah. It's like totally. story of my life. Do you listen to any podcasts? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I live on podcasts. Really? What are your favorites? So I love the bad broadcast. Oh, yes. I love Crime Junkie. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm so basic. Mm -hmm. Honestly, there's nothing really that cool about me. I'm pretty basic Utah mom. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I I actually can't get into a true crime podcast, and I feel bad for myself, kind of, because that seems like a lot of good entertainment. If it affects you negatively, though, you can't. can't. Yeah, no, I can't. See, and I'm more worried about us people that aren't affected. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. I have have all my friends are like that, though, I swear, like... I don't know how how they do it. I can do, like, I don't know why I'm very interested in, like, Ted Bundy, and that's, like, the only one that I can do. Hey, it's because <laughs> it was far local, as, like, serial right? Co- yeah, <laughs> exactly. It feels really close. Mm-hmm. Like, I know personally the, like, bishop that, like, had him when he got baptized. Like, mm-hmm. I know him, and, like, he knows Ted Bundy, like, oh interviewed him and stuff like that in church. Weird, huh? So creepy. I know. Weird. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so let's get into your life. So where did you grow up? I grew up here in Pleasant Grove. Really? Yep. That's awesome. Yep. And when did I'm you back. ever so let's see, you went to high school here in PG. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then uh what about college? I went down to SUU in Cedar City for oh, college. And I met awesome. my husband there. Mm-hmm. But he actually is from Pleasant Grove too. He's from Pleasant Grove. Yeah. We just didn't okay. know each other in high school because he's like three grades older. Mm-hmm. So we met in Cedar City mm-hmm. and got married after a year. And then it was hard being there. We moved right back up here as soon as we could just because, like, our whole support system's yeah, here. Yeah, all your family and mm-hmm. everything. Cedar City yeah. is beautiful, though. It, it's just so hot. Yes. Mm-hmm. I w- it was just a lonely time. Gotcha. It was very lonely. Totally. Yeah. I went to USU my first year moving from Idaho there. 
And I went by myself, and it was lonely for me, too. I remember oh, my that. gosh. Yeah. Every time I go up there, my brother and sister-in-law live up there, mm-hmm. and I love it up mm-hmm. there. I would mm-hmm. live there. Yeah, totally. Um, that's awesome. Okay, so, but what did you study in college, I guess? So, I, it's an interesting story. <laughs> I switched my major, like, five times, but... Mm-hmm. Mainly, I was dance education, mm-hmm. and then I got pregnant. Okay. And then it kind of took the fun out of it anyways. Totally. And I substitute taught at American Fork High School and junior high, like, in the middle of it. And I was like, what am I doing? Teaching is not my thing. Like, as far as teaching math and stuff? Dance. Oh, you're teaching dance. Yep. So, so did I you was do in drill and stuff in high school? or I did drill my senior year. Okay. I didn't. I wasn't one of those that, like, danced when I was three... Well, I did dance when I was three years old, but mm-hmm. then, like, I didn't for a lot of years. And then, like, in end of junior high, I was like, I want to do this again, but I wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. So I just did studio stuff and then, like, pretty much barely made dance company and then barely made drill. But honestly, mm-hmm. it was really good, like, building personality totally. rather than, like, dance I mean, it did build dance skill, but mm-hmm. it was really just strict, I don't know, personality and life-wise. Yeah, totally. I learned a lot. Uh-huh. It is so good as far as, like, team building and, you know what I mean, working with people and mm-hmm. all of that. Like And, like, a lot of my friends tried out their senior year, too. Like, mm-hmm. we weren't the ones that were on it since ninth grade. We just did it our senior year, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad it happened that way. Gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah. So I went to school and thought I would keep dancing. And then I got married sooner than I thought I would, obviously. And then we got pregnant right away. And I was like, yeah, I don't have anyone to watch my baby to be so in school. So it was unplanned, like you, the pregnancy. No, it was planned. It was planned. Yes. Gotcha. But I guess I didn't, I didn't know how much it would affect totally. like, what I was doing in the uh-huh. moment and at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so weird how you're like, I want a baby. And then you're like, whoa, this uh, means that my life is totally different. Yeah, growing up in Utah is weird. It's just like you're almost trained to just want to be a mom when Mm -hmm. you grow up. Mm -hmm. And so the second that was an option, I was like, I want to be a mom for sure. Uh And I was like, oh, crap, this doesn't really work with my life. Yeah. So I kind of had to, like, rework my whole entire life. Yeah. So did you end up, like, what did you end up doing about school? I went and met with my counselor, Mm -hmm. and the only only degree they offered online was general studies. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much you just get. That was the only one online. Yeah, the heck? SUU was way behind on that. But oh my gosh, I don't know. It was a pretty small campus. So that's I what guess. is that what you did? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So you pretty much get 120 credits in anything. Yeah. So I just did the rest in like family studies. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Just finished online at home with my babies. Babies. Mm-hmm. So you got pregnant again. <laughs> really fast after. Yeah. So Cove was 10 months old. When I got pregnant with Cedar and... Oh, that's cute. Oh, Their names. Thanks. That's so cute. Comfort Cove. Okay, wait. I love, I love that name Cove so much. Thank you. Yeah. My husband picked it. Really? Yes. How'd you come up with it? I don't know. He just always wanted to name his first son Cove. Really? And it made it super easy for me. Oh, so cute. Yeah. And then Cedar, because we lived in Cedar City. So. Uh-huh. Totally. Yeah. Okay, sorry, one second. Let me... Where's this? Wait. 
No, you're good. Video. I'm like lounging. Okay, there we go. So, yes, I graduated when Cedar was like six months old. Gotcha. And then I guess from there, what was mom life like for you? Very depressing. Really? <laughs> yes. Dude, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yes. So I, yeah, I had a rough time. Cole was, was super like, easy, but the mm-hmm. second I had Cedar, he just rocked my world. Was he like hard sleeper or was it hormones or super colicky? So everything oh. he was like crying always. Mm-hmm. Totally. And so and it was right after another. So mm-hmm. your first baby was really young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how old was Cove when Cedar was born? Nineteen months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, and so, yeah, what did you do to get out of, like, the (laughs) funk or to make it through colic, too? Because luckily my baby wasn't colicky. He had a hard time sleeping, though, and Mm -hmm. that that rocked my world. But colic comes with, like, sleeping, right? Like, they cry during the night. So, thankfully, they both still napped at that time. Mm -hmm. So, I would just nap with them Mm -hmm. whenever they were sleeping. And Mm -hmm. I am such a sleeper. Like, if anything affects my sleep, I'm out. Same. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have to have tons of sleep to function. But, Mm -hmm. so I would just sleep with them. They were, Cove was still napping twice a day, I think, Mm -hmm. at that time. So... But getting Cedar to sleep was hard. So, I don't know. Being stay at home mm-hmm. was good for that. Mm-hmm. But also very hard on my mental state. Totally. I don't have a personality where I'm cool to just be home all the time. I like Same. to be going and moving. Uh-huh. And so, I just like... My house was always immaculately clean. Mm-hmm. Because I just had to be doing something. Yeah, totally. Did from I guess from when you had your babies how long until you decided to start Comfort Cove it was uh two and a half years Mm -hmm. so we went through a stage my husband right out of college got a job at Goldman Sachs Mm -hmm. and that is so trying dude where hard like here in Salt Lake in Salt Lake Mm -hmm. okay so we moved back to Pleasant Grove and lived with his parents Mm mm-hmm with our two kids, and I actually worked at Jane.com full-time on the oh, computer at home, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was gone all the time. Like, he had to be to work at 6 a.m., yeah, and, like, drive in the hour, and then he wouldn't get home till our kids were in bed. Yeah. So, like, he, like, didn't even see, see our kids. Them. And, and that, that was, was probably really good for your depression. Awesome. Right? Yeah. And living with in-laws. I love my in-laws. Yeah. Like, they're the greatest. But they do space. so much for us. But yeah. Yeah. They mm-hmm. live in a really small house and it was just too many people. But uh-huh. oh my gosh. We just did what we had to do. Right. Okay. <laughs> so what did your husband do at Goldman Sachs? He's a financial analyst. So my husband is too. Really? Yeah. So he like kind of got into the whole um, financial crimes. So like companies will hire him on to like prevent fraud oh yeah so make sure people aren't laundering money through the whatever yeah got you (laughs) whatever the company is (laughs) they speak another language honestly yeah questions (laughs) totally (laughs) me either he's worked for like four different companies since then so okay that's we're not in the goldman sachs world anymore thank goodness Uh but 
I'm glad that my it was hard on our marriage and it was hard. I don't know. I was so happy when he quit. Yeah. And by then I had worked for, I'm a job hopper. Okay. So I have had so many jobs (laughs) and I've worked retail since I was 18. Really? And I remember sitting on my couch in Cedar City with my newborn cove and just looking at Piper and Scoot. They had like just barely started. And I'm like, I could do that. Really? But like, I didn't have the financial means to start. We Mm -hmm. were so poor in college. Like, Mm -hmm. we could barely afford like our $375 rent. Really? It was so cheap, but Mm -hmm. it was like so hard. I know all the people paying like $1,200 are like, I know. Where did you get that? I know. (laughs) Um, But I couldn't work. Like, I quit my job because I was so sick first pregnant with him. And then I worked two jobs after for, like, my second and third trimester. And then after that, I didn't work. But Mm -hmm. I've had so many jobs. And I don't know. I was looking at their clothes. And nothing, like, resonated with me. Like, I'm like, cool. I would wear that to church. Mm-hmm. when I actually go to church mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I'm like I need something to like feel cute and sit on my couch because I would literally just wear my husband's t-shirts yeah when t- I was pregnant they're the best like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I don't know I'm kind of going into my whole inspiration for this but yeah let's do it I yeah so I was wearing my husband's clothes because mm-hmm. I was super tiny when before I had kids because mm-hmm. I would like dance our body mm-hmm and then I like exploded and so like even after I gave birth to Cove I made the mistake of trying to put my jeans on I was like no oh, that's is, so depressing this yeah. is not ever mm-hmm. happening again because your hips are just different totally. like mm-hmm. you could lose all the weight in the world and your pants still wouldn't fit yeah exactly mm-hmm. and I was just so frustrated with clothing in general mm-hmm. that like I always wanted to start a company mm-hmm. I didn't want to work for anyone else yeah. it was like I don't know when I started it I actually had gotten fired a month before that by someone and I was just like I am so sick of working for people and feeling mm-hmm. underappreciated mm-hmm. and working my butt off and not getting anything out of it yeah Isn't like I'm worth like, more than $12 an hour exactly yeah and I just got to that point and finding good bosses is so hard Yes. If you have a good boss, if you're listening, you have a good boss, like literally praise the Lord because it is crazy hard to find a good boss. So yeah, Yeah. that is a huge motivation. And I try every day to be a good boss. I'm like, (laughs) I pray my employees don't hate me. Oh no, I'm sure they love you. So, okay. So then, yeah. How did your inspiration? Yeah. I worked for a lady that, um, owned a clothing company and pretty much did everything for her Mm -hmm. and then she fired me out of nowhere um pretty much because of what I was going through in my life at the time not even for my work ethic or anything Mm -hmm. and I just got that fire under my butt and I was like I can do this oh my gosh and it was why is that isn't that illegal like to fire someone not in Utah (laughs) really yeah oh my gosh I'm so sorry yeah But, I mean, it was for the best. Like, it wasn't a good situation to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm the kind of person that will just work to distract myself from other issues. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the point it was getting to. Gotcha. Because I was just working to Mm -hmm. distract myself. Yeah. It's sometimes getting, you know, losing a job is Mm -hmm. the best thing that can happen to you. Yep. And so I was like, I can do this. 
and I wasn't competitive with her company at all. Like I wanted to do something completely different. And I was like, I'm going to find clothes that fit women through like different stages of their life. Like they can wear this item when they're pregnant. They can wear this postpartum. They can wear it when they're not pregnant. Like amazing. Cause that was so hard for me. I felt like I had to buy four different wardrobes mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. like a three year span. Mm-hmm. And it was so frustrating. Yeah. For young moms. Yeah. That's what's like hard. I'm so, it's so cool to talk to you because I feel like a lot of the entrepreneurs that you hear a lot from right now, they're like kind of more established moms. Like they have kids, like not a lot of young kids yet. Older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit older. And that's why I've always felt like I'm missing. I'm like, I need to hear from moms that like are in the thick of like, they just had kids. And like, you know, like you said, I don't know what to do about like buying clothes. Because yeah. I'm like, why am I going to go spend a hundred or more dollars on pants or whatever else? And then they're not going to fit the next time I'm pregnant, you know, for nine yeah. months. And then mm-hmm. who knows if they're going to fit after that. Yeah. It's, I don't even do jeans for that reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been like four different jean sizes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. No. All over. Probably more than that, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just love that about my specific products. Like, I don't know. The one size tanks kind of took over, but what I'm really passionate about is like the other clothing items Mm, because I specifically picked them for like tons of different things. Like you could be sitting on your couch at home or you could be going on date night and wear the same item and Mm -hmm. it would just look different, but like you're comfortable at the same time. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Versatility is key. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's not just like I'm only buying this shirt for this one event and then I'm never going to wear it again type thing. Totally. Like I'm picking things that are so easy to even pair together. Mm -hmm. Like you could buy four different items from me and wear them in like... Totally different ways. 25 different ways. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. As I like your dresses that you posted today. Those Mm -hmm. are awesome. I was like, those would be be for like every situation. They're the best airplane dress. I don't wear anything else on an airplane. Oh my gosh. Because like waistbands bug me. They like cut me in half if I'm on like a five hour flight. Uh So uncomfortable. Dresses are the best for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that is such a good tip. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, sweet. Airplane dress. I should have named it. Airplane dress? Yeah. Well, you have something. to definitely. Have you said that yet? Like, No, I need to do a try on. I suck at try <laughs> The Piper and Scoot lady, I don't know what her name is, but she's so good she's at try on. She does yeah. them like all the time. She's so awesome. And she's like in the thick of motherhood too. And yeah. Um, I don't know how she does it. I know. Because I'm like probably smaller than her and already overwhelmed oh yeah i I don't Mm -hmm. know how she does it but yeah i look up to her a lot Mm -hmm. like a lot of shop owners i look up to a lot Mm -hmm. they're inspiring and she's one of them Mm -hmm. cool yeah okay so she stays relatable and i love that yeah for sure i think so too like I loved seeing her journey like after having a baby she was like Mm -hmm. really talking to moms at that time I remember and I was like this is you know yes she's awesome and I feel like that's my main audience too is moms awesome that's so cool yeah so okay how did you start though like uh, yeah what was the first what was the first move I tell everyone starting is the easy part really yes people always say that's the hardest part I mean, I thought it was mm-hmm. until I am where I am now. And I'm like, oh, this starting is starting was the easy part. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. It feels overwhelming in the beginning. 
I mean, it really just comes down to getting your licenses and like you literally just go on Utah whatever and like pretty much pay for a business license mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then um, the website and yeah. then the Instagram. Website, Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Well then I guess like how did you source your clothes? Like how do you figure out? So I knew how to do that from my previous boss. Gotcha. So that helped me out. Um, That is nice. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I was very particular. She was buying way more expensive things than I wanted to be buying. Mm -hmm. Um, She taught me a lot about what not to do, to be completely honest, Mm -hmm. (laughs) business-wise. That's a blessing. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm also totally different vibe than her. Yeah. But there's pretty much just, I mean, I'll straight up tell you, it's Fashion Go. It's Mm -hmm. an app. Mm-hmm. and all the vendors just sell on there and it's really easy yeah well but that's what, what i see the hard part is knowing quality mm-hmm. and i've gotten to the point where i you really just order from the same six people mm-hmm. at this point because i gotcha. like their price point i like the quality and i can trust them yeah so were you nervous about like you know, just being like, hey, guys, like, I just started a clothing boutique. <laughs> so nervous. Mm-hmm. So I feel like everyone was trying to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... What like, do you think has helped you, like, stand out from other people? Well, I knew I was different to begin with. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, before pre-COVID, I mean, boutiques maybe had, like, two lounge sets and that was it. It's so true. And you were pre-COVID though. Like yeah. you were, mm-hmm. when did you, what year did you start? The year before. Mm-hmm. So, well, no, I like technically started in October before 2020. Okay. So October 2019. 2019 yeah. Okay. That was and I'm going to be completely honest. COVID helped me out. Oh yeah. As much as I, I hate it. I was thinking about that. Like, I was like. It boosted <laughs> my company is so much no yeah have you ever heard of like her name is uh she does it's milk uh like sets yes she does like sets. yes the tie-dye yeah so that, amazing yeah she um said the same thing like oh, she did it like right before she COVID. exploded too. yeah uh-huh. yeah and uh that's so awesome mm-hmm. okay so, were you stoked <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was so stressed really oh that's my gosh. the thing is like Growth is so awesome, and everyone's like, selling out is such a good problem to have, but I like... You don't like it? No. Mm-hmm. I hate being sold out of things, mm-hmm. because I feel so bad, and then I feel like I can't like work with influencers, because I have no inventory to yeah, even send them. exactly. And I don't know, like, COVID was hard, like, getting inventory. Mm-hmm. Like, getting inventory oh was hard gosh, right yeah. in those first few months. Uh-huh. Like no one was shipping stuff out gotcha so that was very stressful but I don't know I really started like doing well last August okay so it took you like about a year mm-hmm. but I feel like that's totally not normal I I don't take any credit for my growth I swear it was all COVID really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tell everyone, I'm like, I got lucky. Like, I don't even know how. But like the tanks, they just exploded and I could not keep them in stock. And even now, like, I cannot keep them in stock. I'll just keep doubling my orders and I still can't keep them in stock. Really? (laughs) That's a good problem to have. I feel so bad, though. Here's the thing, though. Um, 
I appreciate that you want to keep them in stock because there are a number of like influencers or businesses where they have this one product that always sells out. Mm -hmm. And I don't even try on some of them because I'm like, I know it's going to be sold out in two seconds. I have a baby. I can't like really time it and like, you know, do that. And so I kind of always feel like I'm not going to get it. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I so appreciate that you like want well, to keep stuff in like stock. People think I'm doing it on purpose mm-hmm. and I'm really not. No, that's, that's so good to hear though. I mean, it does like it works. Yeah. If you want to do your business like that, it really does work, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten to a point where I don't sell out instantly. Yeah. So that's really good. Uh-huh. Totally. But like keeping up on the orders mm-hmm. is difficult and new things coming in all the time like Mm -hmm. it's hard to keep all the colors stocked Mm -hmm. like in all the styles and then like still wanting new colors Mm -hmm. and I don't know I just get overwhelmed I'm sure people really don't care that much but yeah well I'm a people pleaser oh that's hard with my business like I I used to be a people pleaser all the time and I've really blocked that out and worked on that part of myself Mm -hmm. so I'm not really worried about external people caring what I'm doing but Mm -hmm. like in my business Mm -hmm. I want everyone to be happy Mm -hmm. like I want to have things that everyone likes Mm -hmm. and like if someone wants a tank I want it to be in stock for them you are so nice wow (laughs) I I promise you all these people are are like oh this little thing's falling off there you go oh no you're good you're good one more thing Um, to edit out no (laughs) I do this all the time okay (laughs) um I was gonna say no I think that honestly I don't know why I'm just like touched that you want to keep things in stock because I feel like people most of the time I feel like people that have stores are like okay it's sold out sweet mm-hmm. I'll maybe restock it in like six months yeah <laughs> or later yeah you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I don't think you should worry too much but no but I'm, I'm sure just, people message you and they're like I would say it's not I think even... I've messaged you before and I was like is this gonna be back in stock I saw that <laughs> yes you did <laughs> I was actually really impressed with my response because I feel like I can get salty mm-hmm. I I need to stop doing my own customer service. Oh, no, no. <laughs> That's not my strength in this world. Sorry. I'll know next time. I'll, no, you're I'll fine. I you. actually, someone runs my Instagram for me now. So. Got gotcha. Okay. That's good. That's my other tip. Like, uh-huh. if you need help, get someone to help you. Like, yeah. don't just, it's so hard. Just, don't do it all Just get yourself. a helper. Okay, so how was it, like, in the beginning, or is it scary, I guess, investing in inventory up front and then not knowing? I guess you do know that some things will sell out, but like in, in the, the beginning, beginning how was don't. it? Yeah, yeah you kind of have to like learn your audience and what they want, mm-hmm. but also stay true to you. Mm-hmm. It's hard finding a balance with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I actually almost quit in March, last really? March. Mm-hmm. During COVID? Yep. Because of? Because I had so much inventory that wasn't selling, and then I had, Mm -hmm. like, no money to reinvest. Totally. And my goal was to do it Mm debt-free. Like, I did not want to take out a loan. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't want to compromise my family for my business. Gotcha. So, I did it debt-free, and then we got our first stimulus check, and that saved me. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, I really do owe everything to COVID because <laughs> the stimulus checks have helped me grow a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So, um, you invested it smart then, I guess, and not just on, like, you know, 
yeah. clothes for yourself. I did. I put it all into the tanks. Gotcha. The freaking tanks. That's what I was going <laughs> to... I'm not even... Like, I don't even own any. Really? No. <laughs> That's a lie. I own like three. Gotcha. But I don't know. They I love them. Yeah. Well, they're really good. And I got lucky with that too. It's like finding those key products that mm-hmm. people love yeah. and just restocking them. You know who I first saw... I think the first time I maybe heard about you. I don't know who it was for sure the first time, but I know that Jess Pugmire. Yes. Yeah. I love her. Uh-huh. She was she... my second affiliate. Oh, really? Yes. Gotcha. And she was so nice. She pretty much did it for free. And oh, <laughs> like she's the... Okay, well, I owe a lot to her. When she wore them, I was like, okay, I have to have it. Like, And then Jenny Warner. Yes. She also was wearing mm-hmm. them. And I was like, anyways... I feel like yeah. those were good people. I have a few really good people in my corner that love to post and share about me, which I'm super grateful for because it's yeah. hard to find those people. That will just do it. Influencers are hard. Oh my gosh, yeah. So do you have any stories? <sighs> Too many. You don't have to name names. But I don't want to sound <laughs> <laughs> negative. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> it's just there's a lot to fish through to find the good ones. Yeah. What do you think qualifies like a good one, I guess? Um, real followers, okay. first of all. Ooh. Yeah. Spicy. Yep. Are um, there a lot that you think have fake followers that yeah. we wouldn't know about? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, my gosh. There will be people that have, like, thousands of, like, tens of thousands, like, maybe, like, 30,000, and, like, I'll give them a discount code, and they'll get two buyers. Oh, the worst. Like, but... I also did hire my social media manager to help me with that too. Mm-hmm. And she's really good at like like Wait. instantly knowing if they're good or Getting not. Getting good engagement rates and everything mm-hmm. like that. Yes. That's good. Okay. I just got Katie Enos. Okay, wait, I don't know her. She's a Senegents, but she's oh, okay. also like mm-hmm. influences tons of, like shares tons of other stuff. And I have been blown away. Is she the... I'm like, if I could find, like, even three more people like this, like I'd that? be solid. Amazing. Yes. That's awesome. hmm So you, I guess, would recommend influencer marketing to some people. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm getting to the point where I don't really care You anymore. don't need it as much? <laughs> no. Gotcha. Okay. I, word of mouth is the best way to sell, mm-hmm. even when you're starting out. Like, find the people that already love you mm-hmm. and have them share. Gotcha. Oh, like I'm so really willing to give free product to people that already love me because mm-hmm. like you have those people that just are obsessed mm-hmm. and you just need to keep loving on those people mm-hmm. that's so that's such a good tip yes. honestly and just like I don't really I don't know I have because I'm a pushover but if someone reaches out to me and hasn't tried the product first, mm-hmm. I don't really do anything with that. Like, I want you to love the product first. Yeah, totally. Because then it's and then authentic. Reach out to me. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so good. Um, so I wanted to go back to like investing and in how you said that you did it debt free. Do you have any other tips for that for like small businesses that are starting? Like, did you just have like a chunk of change that you're like, hey, I have this to be able to kind of do and try with? Is that what you did? Or I think a lot of people might think that taking out a loan would be the only way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I'm trying to even remember. 
like what you did I in the beginning. I don't even remember exactly what I did. Because like... My husband has been so good to me through all of this. Oh, that's honestly. awesome. Um, About how much do you think it would take for someone to get started in the beginning? Not listening? a lot. Like mm-hmm. you can launch, you could launch with like five products. Gotcha. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think people need to start small. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And really, it's more about building the following and the audience on Instagram than it is the product. Gotcha. Yeah. It's more about like building a relationship with mm-hmm. the people. I've stayed a hundred percent like real with my followers. Mm-hmm. I don't even watch back my Instagram stories. Like mm-hmm. I just post. It is what it is. That's so hard. I'm just I'm natural barefaced all the time. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I feel homeless, but I mean <laughs> it is kind of on brand, so it works. Mm-hmm. I've just my biggest tip is staying a hundred percent authentic and sticking to what your brand. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And then it's really easy. Mm-hmm. That's funny. You're the second person that's told me to post and not watch your stories back. Mm-hmm. And that I feel like is really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have had to create a firm boundary with that with myself Mm -hmm. because if I and try-ons if I watch it back I'm not posting it Mm -hmm. heck no Mm -hmm. I'm gonna nitpick myself yeah so I just post it and it probably looks really crappy but no it wouldn't get posted if it didn't yeah that's awesome yeah you're awesome Okay, so I guess like when did you you start you start you said you started seeing things pay off in August last year, mm-hmm. and and that's like financially or like yes. how did it all? So I technically I don't know. It's hard. I feel weird talking about money. I know it's hard. You don't have to go too much into money, but like I don't know. I just sales know. wise, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. but a lot of it. I was selling way more in person at that point. Like I was doing oh, cool. the featured female markets. I'll put a little plug in. Oh yeah, I know her. But they're in Orem. Mm-hmm. Warren's one of my good friends, and I started selling at their July market. Was mm-hmm. my first one. Mm-hmm. And I would sell out of every single tank at that. At like my probably the first three markets over last summer. That's awesome. Yeah, and it was weird because it was like during COVID and stuff, and I feel like Utah moms just wanted to like get out mm-hmm. and yeah. so they'd go to the market and I'm sorry I just burped <laughs> <laughs> but I would like I would purposely market the fact that I was launching the tanks there uh-huh. and I would have a line out the door really like there was one specific market it was in August mm-hmm. I she opened the doors and literally, everyone <laughs> came straight to my booth, and it was in the back, so it was super obvious. All the other, like, people there are like, yeah. <laughs> I, I felt so bad. <laughs> I mean, I did, but I didn't, because I really tried hard to market it that yeah. way. Um, but So you your Instagram drove people there? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's really good to know, because I was thinking in the beginning, and I'm sure other people were thinking, oh, like, if I just go to a market, like, people will buy my stuff, but you got people there mm-hmm. gotcha yes okay. and so there was like this big line from the back all the way to the door and people just waiting on me and I only had my husband there helping <laughs> my husband was so flustered like he's never worked retail yeah uh-huh. he's like everyone's staring at me waiting to check out like I'm sorry it's <laughs> so funny <laughs> but yeah it was crazy and then it's just like 
been up and up since then, but now I sell way more online. Gotcha. And I ship like all across the country now. It's not just like local really? sales. Yeah. That's fun. And you can like, you can see where it's all it could, coming from. Yeah. It's crazy. That's so cool. Yeah. And it's just word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Or, and probably Instagram. Yeah. And people are so nice. Like they won't even ask for anything in return and just share on Instagram. Mm, that's like, awesome. There's so many awesome people. Mm-hmm. My followers are awesome. I love them. I feel like you built a really good like brand and like niche on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. do you feel like motherhood has gotten easier or harder since having Comfort Cove? Mm, last year was hard. I was running the business out of our house and I totally neglected my children mm-hmm. attention wise. Um, but now that I've been able to hire employees and like get help with stuff, I'm totally more present as long as like my mind's not taking over. Mm-hmm. I've getting a storefront or a space helped like have home time and work time. Mm-hmm. That helped a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll still work on my computer at home after the kids go to bed. Mm-hmm. But like this summer, I'm determined to be a fun mom. Oh, <laughs> just because I have okay. the time now. Mm-hmm. How old are they now? Six and four and a half. Okay. So, but I also know we have to have another one at least. Yeah. So that's kind of needs to be in the works this year. Fun. So I'm stressed about that because I kind of have child PTSD. Oh, yeah. Just like the newborn stage is kind of hard. Well, I hate being pregnant. Oh, yeah. I would take a baby today. Gotcha. Uh I hate being pregnant. Pregnant. Giving over your body, literally. Uh Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm never breastfeeding again. Uh-huh. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, <laughs> I think just, that's totally I need okay. my personal space. Yeah. that's what, That was the hardest part for me. Other people will say, like, pain and different stuff like that. As far as breastfeeding, it was um, just feeling like I, I, yeah, I didn't have space or, like... There's a lot of guilt My body wasn't my own it. almost, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. That's and crazy. then, like, breastfeed, I lasted six months with my oldest and then, like... Mm-hmm. Only seven weeks with my youngest because mm-hmm. he was allergic to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> allergic to the milk. <laughs> yeah. And it was just such a roller coaster because I didn't really want to breastfeed Oh, so it was colicky him. because of that then? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. And then the pediatrician, we tried like tons of different formulas and the pediatrician put him on like an $18 a can formula. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it was. And he was still colicky. Oh, it was no. just like his whole first year is a blur. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember yeah. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was just hard. Just had to do what you So was a do. year after a year, was it good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still so hard. Mm-hmm. He's, he's so clean. He just loves me. Gotcha. So <laughs> too much. That's cute. He is my shadow and he just wants to be right next to me all the time. Mm-hmm. He's gotten better about letting his dad help him with things. But like for a while, I was only allowed to get him dressed. I could only put him to sleep. I could even only get him a drink. Mm-hmm. Just so needy. Yeah, for sure. I call him the test of my life, but he's really like the biggest love bug too. Oh, he's my sour cute. patch kid. hundred <laughs> percent. And then my six-year-old, he just, his whole life, he just minds his own business and does his own thing. Oh, that's so weird how they have their own personalities. Yeah. And they just come like, my third baby needs to be really chill. Yeah, just, um. I need another chill one, please. Start praying now. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I think about that. Yeah. Um, Cool. So, I guess, like, 
Uh, one more thing that I wanted to ask you about as far as your business is location. Um, you said that that's been pretty recent, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So yeah, tell us about like, how did you get to a place where you felt like you could do that? And how did you find the place? And yeah. So I actually lived in a corner of Lauren's warehouse for three or I think it was four months. So from like October to January. That's where your Comfort Cove stuff was. Mm -hmm. Okay. It was in a bedroom in my house and Mm -hmm. then I grew out of it. Mm -hmm. I could not fit one more piece of inventory in it Mm -hmm. and at that point I was doing the markets every month anyways Mm -hmm. and she was like well how would you just move in here then Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have to move your stuff for markets and you Mm -hmm. could like be open while you're here working anyways and Lauren is female uh, featured featured female for Mm -hmm. those wondering yes and she was a huge part in my growth like plain and simple like just from the market she was awesome Mm -hmm. gotcha Yep. And so I lived in a corner of her warehouse for four months and just paying her. Meaning you kept your stuff in the corner of the warehouse. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. (laughs) I kept it it set up and it looked nice for the most part, but yeah, uh, it was kind of far from my house. So I wanted something more convenient Mm -hmm. and just my own Mm -hmm. and something with air conditioning. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and I wasn't planning on moving. And Mm -hmm. then I all of a sudden just came across this place. I didn't think I could afford a place. So Mm -hmm. I like wasn't even looking. Mm -hmm. And then I drove by because I drive down the street all the time. Because, I mean, my in-laws live right up the road. And I drop Mm -hmm. Cedar off there at preschool twice a week. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I want to be right here. And I saw the sign and I called the realtor and literally put an application in that next morning. Mm Mm-hmm. And I got it. Wow. I don't know. I feel like things have just fallen into place. That's awesome. And I think it's best to just not um, push things. Mm -hmm. I think what's meant, I just kind of live my life like this. Like what's meant to be will be. Mm -hmm. And if you're trying to force it, it's not meant to be. Wow. That's insane that you saw a sign and like figured it out. Yeah. That's so cool. So yeah, you just rent it. And, And how do you feel like... If someone's, like, trying to figure out if they can financially do that, do they just, like, subtract it out of their... Yeah, I'd probably do, like, a mark mortgage type thing. Mm -hmm. Because paying Lauren helped me, for sure. Like, she was super nice. Like, I knew I could move out if I didn't end up working. So, it was just kind of a practice run with her. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, okay, I can do this. Gotcha. Yeah. That's really cool. I would one of my biggest tips is know your finances like you need to know your margins Mm -hmm. and what's nice is Shopify does that for you for the most part Mm -hmm. but your husband's a financial analyst though yeah but he He didn't really do okay (laughs) (laughs) I comfort cups mine I mean Mm -hmm. I mean it would a dream be a dream to hire him but I'm like yeah I can handle it for now gotcha Mm mm-hmm I don't know. So it's just your margins of like what you can afford and what you can't afford. And what you're spending your money on. Like I'm still to the point where I'm I'm not really paying myself. Mm-hmm. I roll everything over. So if I don't sell inventory, I can't buy new inventory. Mm-hmm. And clothing's hard that way because your cost of product is pretty high. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like probably 50% of it yeah. you're rolling over. Wow. So, so what would you, what advice would you give to someone who's like 
listening and they're like, they're like, I want to start a clothing business, especially like on Instagram to start or something like that. What, what would you tell them? Start small. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Like in your ideal world, like if you had to do it right now, you'd just be like five products, three products. I think I started with like six, Mm -hmm. but I started with too much. Mm, like I was doing new arrivals too much and spending too much on product okay like I would start with lower price products because then if you have to clearance it out Mm -hmm. you're not losing money on that product for each one and I kind of learned that the hard way like my first quarter I had to like blow everything out to get rid of it and then I had no money to roll over Mm -hmm. gotcha so okay that's good. I don't know. But it's also kind of hard because products so hit or miss. Like, you can't really tell online what the product's like. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if people are going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You never know what will hit. I feel like time of year is awesome, too. Like, if I would have done it over again, I would have started in, like, spring. Mm. Like, building. Mm-hmm. And then had, like, a really good launch in, like, October. Because Q4... If you don't know what that is, it's like the last quarter of the year, the last three months. People are buying a lot more. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wow. so, I don't know. I had like a lot of inventory for it my first year, but I had started like a month before. Mm-hmm. And so, I didn't have the following to sell the product. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I would have planned it out more. I'm a super impulsive person. Mm-hmm. And I've had to kind of work on that with myself because... I mean, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to post on Instagram, post on Instagram, Mm -hmm. like instantly. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I was. Like I created an Instagram and like that day started following people and like didn't really even have content. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So I would do that over. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Um, What do you think about all the small businesses that are starting on Instagram selling clothes and stuff like that? Does that make you like, how do, do you feel like threatened? I know some people that are like, don't even want to start a business because they're like, there's too many or, you know, yeah. stuff like that. What do you, how do you feel about it? I mean, I'm not going to lie. It is hard mm-hmm. seeing it, but I actually, I don't follow one other closing business on Instagram. Oh, that's, that's a good and tip. I had to make a really firm boundary because I noticed it was affecting me seeing mm-hmm. stuff. And like when you own a clothing company, if you see someone else like selling something, you're like, oh, I could order that. I mm-hmm. should order that. Mm-hmm. So, in order to, like, stay myself, I unfollowed or didn't even follow in general any other clothing company. So, I just, I don't know, it doesn't affect me anymore. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I, like, don't want to see what they're selling because if we happen to have something the same, it wasn't on purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm not purposely poaching their product. Wow. So it's probably like good advice to tell people to like put their blinders on and Mm -hmm. just focus on their business. Yeah, I feel like, I I mean, I don't want to like sound rude, but I don't think copycats get very far. Gotcha. Because they're not being authentic. Mm Mm-hmm. And they probably don't have like... I feel like authentic people make it way further. Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Like every successful business owner I see like is completely authentically themselves and I love that Mm -hmm. I love watching it I love seeing it like I follow other businesses that Mm -hmm. aren't clothing Mm -hmm. 
like who do you like falling um susan peterson freshly picked Mm -hmm. she's god yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, um i love following her like i told you earlier i regret not doing her entrepreneur class Mm -hmm. um i hope she does it again Mm -hmm. because i will totally sign up i'm sure she will yes um i love following post accessories i actually went to high school with her i don't think she knows me but Mm -hmm. i know her it's kind of that weird Uh uh she was older than me yeah but um i am so jealous of her creativity like her branding that is not my like I do not have that quality. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love just watching how she does things because mm-hmm. her business skills are awesome, first of all. Mm-hmm. And then she's authentically herself too, for okay. sure. Mm-hmm. She's an know. earring company, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I actually was just introduced to her through the Bad Broadcast. And yes. I, then I started looking at her stuff and it was yes. like insane. I love the Bad Broadcast. So, yeah, that's awesome. She's also very authentic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, her products kill me. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. that's so good. Uh-huh. I feel like I could totally get along with her, but I also oh, yeah. suck at having friends. Mm-hmm. So maybe not. Mm-hmm. I maybe have well, like three friends. she just talked about that, like having friends and how it's hard when you're a mom and an adult. And yeah, but I feel like she owner. has so many friends. Yeah. Like, I mean, all I don't of a sudden know. she's made so many Instagram friends. And yeah. I'm like, people on Instagram that get like lots of followers. Like, how, do many, that. how do people do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have, I don't. Collaborations, man. I don't know. I'm a Capricorn and gotcha. I'm just kind of a loner. Uh huh. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm super extroverted if you're with me and like either in a small group and or one on one. Uh huh. But if I'm like in a large group, I'm not you're like, or if you're texting me or messaging me, mm-hmm. you probably think I hate you, gotcha. but I really don't. Uh huh. Okay. I would just much rather be in person with you. Okay, cool. <laughs> so this is good. Yes. Okay. Good. I love this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like I can be a hundred percent myself in person. That's awesome. Whereas like I am the worst texter and messenger ever. Yeah. I, which I want my followers to know this. I'm not a bitch, I swear. <laughs> okay that's i mean my maybe, husband maybe might disagree but to hear that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no i don't think i never got that vibe from you okay so, good yeah that's awesome it's cool. a work in progress <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude you just like get tired probably yes. then and i'm the same way like it's just answering the same questions over yeah, and over uh-huh. it's exhausting uh-huh. i feel bad for asking you about no 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 (laughs) No. you're fine i probably shouldn't have it's part of the job and i should not complain about it oh that's funny well no but i can imagine as a business owner that's freaking annoying because you're like i am trying (laughs) (laughs) and i think that's where the anxiety of selling out Uh of stuff comes from is like Mm -hmm. if i would just have this product in stock i wouldn't get all these messages yeah yeah but i really do i i care about it a lot so yeah. I don't think you need to worry at all. Do you okay. know um uh who else also sells out all the time? Tristan Ikaika. Oh my gosh. Yes. I followed him last week. Yeah, just barely. Yes. Um did Which you know him before funny. that? Did you know him before that? No. But okay. I live the house I live in, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he grew up like right in my area that oh, I really? live in now. Yeah, yeah, he's from PG, I think. He's way younger than me. Uh-huh. Well, I think it's Linden, technically. Oh, okay. But f- Funny story, Indy Blue's parents live in my ward. Oh, really? So I think he grew up kind of close, too. Okay. I don't know. 
Uh-huh. But they're way younger than me. We talked about Indie Blue like two podcasts ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. She's kind of I don't know her. taking Utah by storm. But oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Tristan's amazing, but his stuff sells out in two seconds. Oh, I know. And that's like, it's, yeah, anyways. I just saw his crying But ring, Oh, his it, was that not ring? so beautiful? Like, I wanted to cry when I saw it. And yeah. did you see how he, like, advertises it? Yes. How he, like... But like, I'm, like, there for the entertainment. I'm. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. I don't like, wear jewelry. Like, I would love to be, a ring, like, a jewelry person. Uh-huh. But once again, I'm basic, like... I literally just want to throw some clothes on and leave the house. Mm-hmm. I'm so gross. No. <laughs> I brush so my funny. teeth and put on deodorant, I promise. Dude, you got your eyelashes done. They look nice. It's high maintenance to be less maintenance. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my nails. husband rolls his look eyes when nails. I say that. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. It's. Are they the Aspen? No, it's They're luminary real. gel. Luminary gel? Yes. Okay. What's luminary gel? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I pretty much just get my nails done to go to the appointment. <laughs> cool. Yeah, just for but something for yourself. I'm really hard on my nails because I'm like ripping boxes totally. open all the time. Uh-huh. And so you have to keep them short. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I cannot do long nails. Like, this is almost too long. Like, if I can see them over my fingertips, it drives me nuts. Gotcha. But I mostly get them done because I this is gonna sound so gross hmm. i don't like seeing the dirt under my nails oh yeah all the time mm-hmm. and so if there's like so gel nice, on it yeah i can't get see it. it uh-huh that's that's actually a good tip i'm a freak there's probably a lot of people that are like that i promise yes you, you could probably and make like a tiktok even, about that and it would go viral i don't even like i'm not even the person that like just got my nails done Mm-hmm. it's it's so i can't see the dirt under my nails <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and i hate myself for saying that so no, that's so real like the man. people that have like really long nails i'm jealous of i'm like how do they do that totally but if they turn their hands around like this guarantee you they're like if their palm is facing yes. their face guarantee you they're seeing dirt and crap under yes. their long nails or i'm like how do you even text yeah no no i can't deal flat fingered yep. yeah Mm-hmm. Gives me anxiety. That is so funny. Cool. I have no idea how we got here. But, um, me either. <laughs> I'm a rambler. No, this is good, though. I think that you've given lots of really good tips. And my favorite part of this episode so far is that I feel like you've made it really attainable for a lot of people. Um, and you've been really, really real about it. So would you recommend doing this? To There's someone? room for everyone. Got you. Okay. Really? Yeah. Even if you're selling the same products as someone else, like there's room for everyone because, again, people are there for you. Yeah. And no one else is like you. That's you're awesome. You're completely unique. Mm-hmm. And for all the moms listening who resonated with you when you said it was hard at the beginning, oh, what do yeah. you want to tell them? Oh, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like I was drowning for so long. And honestly take breaks, take naps. Yeah. I've taken a four and a half year break from mm-hmm. having babies and mm-hmm. I needed it. Mm-hmm. Like don't, and it gets better with time, right? And don't feel guilty. Like I have to remind myself this every day. My kids are obsessed with me mm-hmm. and they don't know any different. Mm-hmm. They don't know some other moms taking their kid to the park for four hours every day. Mm-hmm. They don't know. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing the best you can and they love you no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's so good. They're the person you want. 
or mm-hmm. you're the person they want. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank like you. so much of this probably sounds like it's uh, like common knowledge to you, but no, to a lot of the people that are listening, I like, had to figure it really, all out too. Yeah. And I'm awesome. happy to help anyone, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, I think people though, that are listening, lots of them, most majority aren't going to start their own boutique, but right. they, but they love you and they want to support you. And so I think like getting to know your story, getting to know how it all works, I think mm-hmm. makes them more connected to you and, and business owners in general. So, yes, which I feel like is the most important part anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want people in my corner that feel like they can relate to me. Totally. I don't want to feel unrelatable mm-hmm. at all. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Yes. This has been fun. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode. Um, for sure, go follow Comfort Cove on Instagram. It's at comfort.cove, mm-hmm. right? On yep. Instagram. And uh, yeah, definitely check it out. She's got some really amazing things. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on my podcast. It really means the world. I love reading your reviews. And I think I'm going to start reading them at the beginning of my podcast. So if you start putting those in there, I will read them and maybe you'll hear yours. Everyone go have a great week. Talk to you later.